Hi guys, welcome back to a brand new episode of Get a Clue with Lex and M. I'm M. And I'm Lex. And today we're joined by Matt Gehring, the MTV social media manager and producer. Welcome to Get a Clue. Thank you so much. This is very, very exciting. It's my first podcast as a guest. I like maybe we love had like a little side <laughs> podcast that I tried hosting at one point, but it didn't go anywhere. So I'm very glad to see two podcasters um, actually making it happen. Oh, yes. No, we're so glad to have you. This is such a treat and so fun. And Lexi was the one that introduced us. So love it. No, super excited. Um, been following you on Twitter for, I guess, a little <laughs> over a year now. And so much has happened. And we'll definitely uh, touch on some of those moments so in the much. episode. <laughs> um, but officially welcome you to get a clue. We're so happy that you're with us today. And just start off by telling our listeners a little bit about yourself and what you do. Sure. So I, uh, like you said, I'm currently at MTV on the social media team. Um, I'm a writer producer, which means uh, that I help make videos that go across all of our social media. Uh, but in addition to that, I am the one running the ins and outs of the Instagram account, uh, everything you see in feed there and on IGTV. I'm posting it. So getting it from all different places and, uh, going out with it, writing my dumb captions. Um, the best. <laughs> just, just trying to be on the pulse of pop culture and music and all that stuff. Right. Oh, my gosh. It's, you must have to follow a lot of accounts, too, to just keep you in that loop of what's happening, what's breaking, and being like, okay, yeah. oh how do I gosh. turn an idea out within the next, like, <laughs> I feel it's like the a- hot button is, like, 15 minutes or, like, less to get something, like, out, so it's, like, current i guess yeah there are definitely times where it's like all right well we could hold on to this and like try to make something or yeah. we could just regram them <laughs> and be the first of the story yeah um so it's definitely a lot of trying to figure out what the goals are with a specific uh piece of news yeah also it's interesting because i don't follow a lot of celebrities like personally so mm-hmm. i'm very lucky that i can follow i think we follow like 1400 people um, so from nice. MTV. So like, that's, I'm just signed into that account all day. I'm not, I'm not really like, scrolling through my personal friends. It's like a Finsta, but like real life professional Literally, job. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I want to add people to our close friends and see what happens. That honestly, <laughs> that could be, that could be a strategy. I love <laughs> one it. One day, one day. No. Yeah. I feel like the pop culture pulse is such like a hot button. Like you said, like you either like make it your own and make it your own meme and joke, or you mm-hmm. just kind of like regram, go with the flow, post the news, but totally. super, super cool. Tell us more about kind of like breaking into that social media space and maybe your journey, like mm-hmm. post school and kind of like transitioning. What, what inspired you to kind of like get into this field and what's working for MTV? Like, so I would say that I knew I wanted to work in the social or digital world as soon as I was a freshman in college, um, just because I was like personally obsessed with social media, um, (laughs) maybe to an unhealthy amount. But in high school, I think I got like my first like tastes of like viral fame, Um, obviously very small scale, but uh, there was like this one time where I, I don't know if you remember, it was probably in 2014 or 2013 when uh, Valentine's Day cards were like the meme of the moment yeah. um, where people were yes. making like just really yeah. dumb, personalized, like things based off of a quote or something. Yes. Um, and I made, oh, it's just so like niche and local. Um, <laughs> I made a Valentine's Day card 
with the picture of the superintendent of our school district on a night where like everyone was hoping we would get a snow day and it said, call me. Um, and <laughs> so it probably got 20 shares. So it, I got like 20 <laughs> yeah. shares and I was like, oh my God, this is the coolest thing ever. Um, I had, you know, no real presence on Twitter at the time, but it got some retweets there and I was like, oh my God, this is so cool. On the flip side of that, I also, uh, ran a Fifth Harmony Stan Twitter account, um, yes. for a lot of high school. So that's really where I would say I like really learned internet culture more than anything. I mean, people who pay attention know that like most memes and trends are really coming from stands on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, they might be stealing them <laughs> and then popularizing them, For sure. but to some degree, it's kind of brewing within those communities. So I kind of knew that that was like a space I was interested in. I went to Syracuse University for television, radio, and film, but like Amazing. very quickly realized that that was adjacent to what I wanted to do, but it was yeah. maybe the closest I could get. Kind of just like did a lot of things on campus in the social world, uh, started building my own brand on Twitter, um, which really helped me connect with a lot of people in the industry. Um, and, you know, I was in the right place at the right time. And that kind of just led me to MTV, which I'm very grateful for. I so feel fun. like creating a brand for yourself on the internet has so many like shapes and forms. And I feel like the Twitter personality is one that like, is the most intriguing to me because a lot of it really just comes from your own just like yeah. unhinged psyche of like okay I'm putting this 100%. out here it's stream of consciousness I mean there's a part of me that you know always loved Twitter and was like oh my god more followers are great but like no yeah. it's just I don't see that my tweeting has changed since I created my account in like 2013 Completely. like it's just more people started watching it for yeah, right. a variety of weird reasons yeah. um so I do think that like you know if if no one cared about my twitter tomorrow I think I'd be okay like I just am tweeting it for me totally. for the most part it's also just such a fun like you said like that stream of conscious like journal like sometimes like I'll just for the fun of it like I don't know if this is totally like lame but I'll like go back to old like sections of my tweets and be like I know exactly like what that stream of conscious oh my god like, meant yeah. or like what it was signaling <laughs> and it was just like it's so funny, but also like keeps me informed and laughing. And I really love it for a lot of positive reasons. I think oh, it's totally very, very underrated. Uh, platform. It's underrated. And then, you know, there's days I'm like, oh, I want to quit all of it. It sucks. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, maybe ruining the Give world. It away. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone right now is talking about the documentary, The Social Dilemma. I haven't watched it, but um, I know my coworkers who have are like, I think we all need to quit our jobs. So, yeah. Um, Oh, Should be interesting. I'll have to look at <laughs> it, but I didn't even know what that was. I It's on Netflix. I've heard yeah. – I know. I, I'm a little scared to watch it <laughs> because too. I know it's going to be really, like, exposing me. But it's essentially, like – I think the my pulse on the documentary is, like, it's a kind of look at, like, how social media has changed our behavior and the way we – interact like all together yeah. and oh. kind of, like the damaging effects so i'm just like i'm good thank you <laughs> yeah i mean we influence yeah. elections and then yeah. we uh destroy each other's mental health yeah <laughs> it's all good stuff yeah. yeah but i do feel like twitter is maybe the best of them like i don't know yeah. especially for me i am like so not a visual aesthetics person and I am so thankful for that because I can just <laughs> imagine too, the yeah. stress that that can cause um so at least Twitter is like 
I feel like I can have a little bit of a personality maybe. Yeah. <laughs> um, but there's definitely also the, you know, the people on Twitter who just like make up stories about their lives to go viral, which, you know, yeah. whatever floats your boat. Yeah, seriously. I definitely Crazy. have found a new appreciation for Twitter in this past year just because I like finding the little pockets of people with like similar interests and like mm-hmm. I don't know why I can really catch on to that in years before because that's nothing new to Twitter but it's like now this year I found like different like comedy writers and some mm-hmm. comedians and you know people that are just like keeping me laughing all day I'm like okay yeah. that's and that's, that's all, you know definitely something about Twitter and every social media platform mm-hmm. is like how you know, local it can get. And I definitely think like New York Twitter is its own thing. Like my behavior is definitely different on Twitter since moving here. I mean, I can joke about, you know, back when we rode the subways. um, (laughs) Rats on the subway. Oh my God. (laughs) Things that um, I remember. So I, you know, during Corona time, spent a little bit of time with my parents in New Jersey. And when I came back here, like first day, I saw like 10 cockroaches run across the street and people related. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely wouldn't have had that in Syracuse, New York. I'm a little frightened. I have since vacated my uh, New York apartment, but we're going back this month to like do the final sort of like touches and move out or whatever. But mm-hmm. my roommate came last week and she was like, I just need to be really transparent with you on something. And I was Uh-oh. like, I like didn't know what was going to happen. I was like, oh my God, did I say something? Like, what is going on? Like, there's so, like that's not the, like, note you want. She's like, no. there were eight cockroaches in our apartment. Oh like, my God. I was like, that's fine. Like, I was like, that is, <laughs> I was like, At that is okay. At least were there, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. There were none in my apartment. I am so grateful. I really thought there were going to be. Yeah, I yeah think same with mine. They Oof. were in They were in where you think. Like, they were just, like, in the bathroom, kind of, like, hanging and, you know, congregating as they I've do. I've heard stories of people but, fighting cockroaches in their, like, shoes when they get back. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm literally I'm, – I'm dumping the majority or <laughs> donating everything and just, like <laughs> – go in this box and like live your truth somewhere else yeah yeah Yeah. uh that's another journey but yeah i love that like i have to be really transparent with you and (laughs) yes she's like cockroaches that was the best case scenario yeah it really was under 10 person party it was all good so yeah manageable (laughs) cdc guidelines were followed Uh yeah Um, (laughs) socially distanced cockroach perfect um but i guess back to with uh working with mtv what have been some some like behind the scenes aspects of work that you've really enjoyed working there i think one of the really interesting things to me is like there's a dynamic online where when a brand tweet goes viral a bunch of people are like oh my god the intern snapped (laughs) (laughs) and a lot of people in this industry hate that um but the truth is, <laughs> I'm not saying that MTV at MTV interns run the accounts, but I feel like the the um, like antithesis to that argument is people who are like, no, like these are people who have been running accounts for 10, 15 years. They're pros at what they do. Yeah. At MTV, that is not the case. We all, for the majority of us, it's our first or second jobs who are running the accounts on a daily basis. Um, and that, I think kind of surprised me and it surprises a lot of people that like this brand which I mean the Instagram hit 13 million followers this morning very exciting (laughs) it's my first job like what am I doing um but it's not because of me that's it's the strategy of MTV is wanting young people who um 
are, you know, fresh and can hopefully have like cool new ideas. Um, So that's kind of been something surprising is that it's not, uh, you know, for a good reason, it's not people who are, you know, hopefully like too out of touch. Hopefully we're kind of in touch with all of this stuff. So we're somewhere in between the intern and the 10 year vets of social accounts, I guess. I love but it. we have those bosses that have been working in the space for 10 years. So right. Yeah. Uh, bring like us that. in, I guess. And I think those, those kind of bosses too, like lean on this sort the sort of like younger people to really like keep that pulse because it's so like, it comes a lot more naturally to you, but it's also like, it's in your, it's in your niche. Like it's in your sort of like passion of what you love so I think it that shows then on like the organic content side but yeah it's it's guys are putting interesting out. um as a you know fifth harmony stand <laughs> at least in my past um I know multiple people that like I met during 2013 2014 that are now running social accounts or like just doing something generally in the music yeah. industry and media like Mm-hmm. There was a so lag, cool. I feel like, between the start of like Stan Twitter and today, where like today, these people are like actually, you know, making a difference in the industry, which is just um, yeah. kind of exciting and like cool to see, you know, obviously stands can be like super toxic and, and critique things for bad reasons. But, you know, there were times that we were like, we think we know how to run these social accounts better. Uh, and hopefully now they are being <laughs> run better to some yeah. degree. No, it's super cool. And I I mean, even just like you said, hitting 13 million this morning, like you have an amazing audience and super engaged. And I think you guys are using it for tons of good. So very, very cool job. Big celebration today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lots Happy of Saturday. But, oh my gosh. Yeah. I think looking back to that too, like what would be your advice to young professionals kind of like looking to break into this kind of media space? I know you've talked about Mm -hmm. like networking and how some of your earlier connections helped you, you know, just kind of like see so many like young people like yourself, like in the industry, but what about like breaking into the space altogether? Totally. I usually have like two main pieces of advice that I give people. The first one is you, your network can be your friends. Um, And that exists in a few different ways. It can be people you meet at an internship, like your boss. If you become friendly with them, that person is your friend and they're so much more likely to be able to help you in the future. Not because, not because they feel like, uh, oh, like it would be really good to help someone, which, you know, I hope the whole world could feel like that, but they're going to feel like that because you're friends and they want to work with their friends. so that, and, and I guess the flip side of that would be, you know, just if you are someone who is eternally online and makes a lot of friends through the internet, those people can be your network in many different industries, not just, you know, in social and digital. So I definitely view like, ugh, I remember in college, they would tell us, yeah, you should like do a lot of cold calling and cold messaging on LinkedIn of people and like trying to find a mentor, which I know that that has worked for some people, but that was never going to be me. I am so, you know, social and outgoing online. And I am so not that in in real life. I was never going to be able to hop on the call on the phone with someone and just like strike up a conversation and like, hopefully they're my mentor now. Yeah. Um, So it just works so much better for me by like naturally networking. Like I was never going into any situation like, Oh, this person could be a great connection for me. Like, no, they literally became my friends. Like I have gone out with these people and thankfully they were able to help me um so that is like my first 
main piece of advice. The second would be, um, and it depends on, you know, the places you're applying, but authenticity is so important online. Um, I write my captions like it's my personal account. Um, and yeah. that, you know, is, is not, you know, unique to me. That definitely has become like the direction that social media has gone for brands, um, really uh, pioneered by MTV on Twitter um, back in my Stan Twitter days. Like everyone mm-hmm. knew who ran that account. She's my boss now. She's fantastic. Caitlin Bella. Um, awesome. Shout the, out. <laughs> she, she really helped pioneer that voice. Um, and so obviously it depends on the brand, uh, but whether it's, you know, you um, talking about what your vision for a brand could be, or if it's just your own personal social media, yeah. there are plenty of people who work in social media and don't have much of a presence themselves and that's fine. Uh, but I don't think it could hurt. <laughs> I don't think it could yeah. hurt uh, having just, you know, a fun t- Twitter or Instagram personally that whether or not it has a big audience, just as long as it, you know, looks like you are, have your finger on the pulse of what's going on. There are way too many people in this industry who have Twitter accounts or even on LinkedIn where it's so formalized, where they're talking about like, oh, well, posting between the hours of 12 p.m. and 3 (laughs) p.m. is really helping our engagement. Like those things, you know, you can have a research team and they can help you with that. We definitely do. But so much of it is not that, especially nothing is really chronological anymore. It's all the algorithms. Like you need good content. There is so much content. You need good content to stand out. Um, So I definitely think I would just say, you know, along those lines, don't get lost in the analytics of things. Like you gotta just have fun and make it natural to you. That's the best advice. Just like be authentic to who you are and how that's going to make both yourself. And I think your content stand out too, you know, like people, people want to be on the pulse of what others really, I think, love and how they like express themselves online. So it makes me so happy when people comment, like who runs this account? I never tell them, but, (laughs) um, (laughs) but like just the idea that they realize that it is literally one person. I mean, Mm -hmm. there's so many people behind all of it, but like when it comes to the captions, which they're commenting about, um, it just like, to know that they see that like I'm trying to run this as an individual like yeah and to see that that gets through to people it does make me happy to see that I love it no it's it's true true. yeah is there a caption for anything that comes to mind that you wrote that you're like oh I don't know how people are going to react to this or like whatever I'm putting this out there and it got a lot more engagement than you expected or positive (laughs) feedback Definitely. So, okay. There are so many different things that I have to post, uh, whether it's, you know, music, news, general pop culture stuff, a video that we filmed with a celebrity. Um, But the most confusing thing, I think, as a brand is our show promos. We still promote all of our shows um, Mm -hmm. on all of our social media. So it's a weird mismatch. Like people follow us for a lot of different reasons. So I'm always like, oh, like the person who followed us because they love Taylor Swift might not really care about uh, Jersey Shore, but my job is kind of to try. Um, So I don't remember exactly. I think it was for uh, a show that is currently on the air, a double shot at love with Andy and Vinny. Um, (laughs) I think it was a little clip for that. It was one of the cast members saying, 
you're, you're lame. You're just lame. Um, and I took literally that tiny little part and I said, my Animal Crossing villagers when I haven't been to the island in five days. Yeah. And I was like, no one's going to find this funny, but I was going through an Animal Crossing phase. And, it's genius. I mean, it was just like, the content itself was nothing like fantastic, but it wound up getting, there was like a Tom Nook fan account that like commented on it. Like it just reached this Animal Crossing audience and just people in general that were like, oh my God, what is this post? But I thought it was going to get, you know, two comments and it didn't do any crazy (laughs) numbers, but just to see that people recognized uh, the creativity was exciting to see. Yeah. That's phenomenal. Oh my God. No, I love that. But that's it. Like you just took like the pulse of like, this is funny. This works. Like, put it out there like that even for a brand I think that's like the truest test to like good organic content it was just the first thing to come to my mind honestly like yeah so I just I just ran with it the fact that that was a chapter in this uh year like the whole crossing I've totally forgot like oh my god don't even uh, honestly I can't even think about it because I was one of those people who was like oh my god I need to get a Nintendo Switch for Animal Crossing but the bad part was like part of me oh, I can't believe I gave into peer pressure but like I knew it was hard to get one and that's why I wanted it like yeah <laughs> I saw people tweeting about how hard it was but then like how you know fulfilled they were when they finally put the order through and once that happened I signed up for like every in-stock update like I oh was God. ready I got it um I used it for two months and I haven't touched it yeah. so <laughs> I really need to they won. Yeah. Money, so no. yeah. <laughs> they won. I mean, honestly, we were trained to like have that competitive, I don't know, like want for something that everyone else wants. I'd exactly. say that the root of that is Webkins. Um, oh my God. A hundred percent. That oh was God. so cruel. It. <laughs> the so, way that you had to keep buying ones to like extend your account. Yeah. It's like so you're, messed up. you'd get a no- like notification. It's like, you're almost off. Like we're going to take all your animals away. <laughs> like, like how? So, I was not getting them to be stuffed animals. No yeah. one really was doing that. No, I, I, sadly, I think I've told the story on the show, but like, <laughs> I think like the first one I got, I remember there was like a waiting list across Hallmark stores, oh, like in my like my hometown. God. And was that like, the main place we got them? Like, like, uh, like gift Hallmark card. Ace yeah. Hardware. Yeah. Like oh not, my God. Like novelty I stores. I remember like going on a road, not a road trip, but like going to a store for the express purpose of yeah. getting one. And wow. my mom picked me up from school one day and was just like, it's here. And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, Hallmark called the white terriers. Here. <laughs> <laughs> we went. Oh and, like, my God. $10 animal. And like, I came home and like design the room and like all of the stuff oh and then God. so many so many mems honestly wow gator girl 828 was my username <laughs> i have no idea what mine was me either <laughs> but <laughs> I, I did pay for club penguin for a little bit wow for a big igloo oh so. my gosh no i was like little puffs I was a Neopet, <laughs> uh, Tamagotchi girl at heart. Like Tamagotchi. I yeah. think that that would have such uh, – I think they already kind of are back, but like – They definitely that, are. Yeah. They definitely are. That has like quarantine potential all over it, so <laughs> – Next yeah, time. randomly, like, Tamagotchi and Dunkaroos came back this year. I was like, what? Like, yeah. Dunkaroos had, like, a weird research. <laughs> but, you know, they're they're killing the nostalgia game. So Exactly. Not? That's the name Love of the it. game. It, I mean, even on – to bring it back to MTV, clearly yeah. everything's nostalgia. <laughs> like, 
Polly D is back, like we yeah. thought. Oh, no, God, seriously. So Our like way to round up this little segment is just to ask a hot take, which is what's a celebrity encounter that you've had digitally or in real life that's been the most memorable? That's a great question. Um <laughs> Not to be the person who's like, oh, I've had so many. Because honestly, <laughs> compared to a lot of people, I have not. But I feel like the, the answers, like, at the top of my mind are not the ones I'm going to go with. So, like, I'll quickly throw in, like, I've had an ongoing banter with Kiki Palmer after Sorry to yes. This Man because mm-hmm. I was the person who originally tweeted that video. Um, yeah. So, you know, just to, like, she'll just, like, comment on a selfie and be like, cute. Look, I don't know if it's her. Love I don't it. know if it's her personally. I don't know if someone on her team, but I will take it. I think um, it's her. Take it. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Um, I also had a crazy moment with Doja Cat coming to the office um, and asking to personally meet me, which was crazy. Um, oh, wow. my God. That was a little weird, but <laughs> that's not what I'm going with. What I'm going with is I'm going back to my Fifth Harmony roots, um, and I'm picking Lauren Hareggy from Fifth <sighs> Harmony. My favorite. (laughs) So at the time I was working on the reboot of TRL on their social team and she was there and I was helping capture like content for Instagram stories um, and just for our social media. So I probably spent like a full 30 minutes with her. Uh, She was helping us do some stuff for an election campaign in 2018. And she was just so down to literally do whatever that and it was one of my first like people that I met and it was just so like fulfilling to me that like she was nice in, yeah. <laughs> in person. Yeah. She um, didn't shatter like any Exactly. Thoughts. They say yeah. don't meet your idols, uh, but she's very, very yeah. sweet. Um another thing that happened that day was we had just started like honestly, this may have been the first one. I had this idea of doing TRL ASMR a lot of brands have since hopped on the ASMR training, but um, I think this was at the beginning of like maybe IGTV. um, And I was like, oh, we got to post something longer. (laughs) Um, So we got her to like say the lyrics to one of her songs while like tapping on a glass with her (laughs) nails. Um, And her team was like, what is this? And she knew, like, she was like, this is ASMR. It's such a thing online like I am so down to do it they're gonna eat it up yeah and that just made me so happy because like so many times things can be rejected by someone's team and like yeah it probably never even got to the talent in the first place Mm -hmm. um so the fact that she was like adamant about doing it just made me so happy I also then got to meet Allie from Fifth Harmony as well she's Um, such a sweetie it seems she's just oh my god literally the sweetest yeah again got to spend like half hour to an hour with her um and she that time I had been at MTV for like a year so I guess I was just more comfortable and at the end I was like I do have to tell you that like I was Fifth Army super fan I have met you so many times as a fan and of course she was like oh I knew I recognized you like look I know I know that's not true like I don't even look I was in high school it was like five years later I don't look the same, but I will take it. Yeah. Um, so she's like, I those... knew your spirit. Like I knew. <laughs> exactly. So I'm very grateful that uh, I've been able to meet some of those. So girls. fun! Oh yeah. my god. It's all full circle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but that's so cool. Yeah. I mean, something that was from like earlier in your life that you just like 
had a passion for and were a stand for and then like it's your job like you're just literally the, the like, reason I got into Twitter yeah. in the first place yeah um, no so, it's like the most crazy. full circle moment so yeah. cool I feel like that's like the case for a lot of people our age now is like they had started as stan accounts for certain celebrities or groups like I feel like a lot of them are one directioners like I have oh friends who had a one direction yeah. stand account I, I would think- say the majority of my coworkers were on the 1D side of stan accounts. I am a, yeah. I am an outlier. <laughs> I had a, I did have a stan Twitter account that was like five sauce. Uh, oh 1D, my god! Like you blended did? for for a little bit, yeah. And um, for whatever reason, the the pro, I found the account and like refused to share it with ever, anyone because the profile picture is a very blatant picture of me. It's like a selfie that I thought looked really good at the time. Oh, and I'm like, interesting. if anyone connects it, it's just like, it's over. So um, I kind of love that because back in the day, it was so rare to find someone whose profile picture was of themselves on Stan Twitter. And yeah. like most people didn't even share selfies and not to plug my own work, but I <laughs> did write an article about this for MTV News last year because I noticed, especially in K-pop fandoms, people make, not everyone, but it's so much more common for people to like, just make a picture of themselves, their profile picture. So I do, I, I view it as a cultural shift in it being acceptable <laughs> or normal to have a Stan account now. So yeah. honestly, props to you for being early to that train. Um, Trailblazer. I, I don't think I knew I was early to the train. <laughs> I was just like jumping on it. But I was so ashamed. Some- I was so ashamed. There are like maybe two people in my life that know my username on the Fifth Harmony account. Like literally to this day, that account is private. No one can get it. Yeah. No, I, I, it was of the time that it was just like way more private. It was like a side thing. Like I remember not talking about it, but still wanting to be a part of it because it was just so fun. Like they would, you know, like they would roll up to the red carpet on the VMAs and it would be people like talking like second by second updates. Oh my God. Harry blinked. Harry moved to the side (laughs) of the carpet. Like Harry's here. And it would just be like, tweet, 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 tweet. And then I'm just like jumping in on it. It was cool. Good times, honestly. It's a community for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, next we are going to take a quick little break and then jump in to two segments. So we thought Matt would be the perfect guy to roll with us through some pop culture games so to speak um so so when we come back we are going to jump into a round of clueless in our rapid fire q a as well as a little throwback uh game that lex will explain too so stick around and we'll see you when we're back All right, everyone, welcome back from the break. Right now, we are going to be starting a little round of Clueless In Rapid Fire Q&A with Matt. Matt, are you ready? I hope I'm ready. We'll see. We'll see. I, I don't, I'm not known for my rapid fireness. Uh, I'm a bit of a uh, just talker, so I'm going to That's cool, too. <laughs> Talk it no. through. Talkative Q&A. So we'll kick it off with the first one. What is the most versatile meme? Okay, this isn't like a standalone thing, but I'm going to say Rihanna's twitter like her old tweets like yeah. there's always something to quote tweet and use as a reaction too if i wasn't a social media manager i'd be blank um unemployed yeah. <laughs> uh no i i maybe maybe something else in the music industry okay. would be nice favorite celebrity moment um or celeb of the moment excuse me favorite, favorite celeb, celeb right now um 
I would say Lil Nas X. I think he's doing really interesting things right now. He just announced cool. a children's book and he just wow. launched a little uh, fashion line where all the proceeds are being donated. So he's impressing so me right sweet. now. Yeah. And he's got, he, he has new music coming soon. So. Oh, he does? Oh, good. He does. Okay. He does. For Gaga or Britney? Okay. No shade to Britney, but I have to choose Gaga. Um, I just feel too... I feel too young for Britney. Like I, I recognize the power and the legacy of Britney, but um, more defining in my life. And yeah. today has been Lady Gaga. Mm-hmm. Love it. TikTok or Twitter? I have to be loyal to Twitter. Um, I have a love-hate relationship with TikTok. Yeah. As in, I loved it for the first year and I've hated it ever since. Like I just got <laughs> sick of it, honestly. Yeah. I had to be posted or like, you know, all of us at work had to be posting on the MTV TikTok back in like Chan- January 2019. So like, it's been, it's been a while. So yeah. I, I kind of yeah. got, kind of got sick of you it. You got your fail. Yeah. 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 All right. Next up, favorite Fifth Harmony member, if you can choose. Okay. Well, uh, <laughs> growing up, it was Camila. Um, since yeah. then, she's blocked me on Twitter. It's a long story. Um <laughs> I'm going to go with Allie uh, just because she is, cool. I think, really sweet. Oh, my God. I'm going to have to hear that story um, off the record. Maybe. Off the air, yeah. Okay. okay. It's my- very, you could go to my Twitter and figure it out pretty easily. Oh, perfect. Right. Um, <laughs> and then to follow up with another Fifth Harmony-related question, uh, what is the best Fifth Harmony song? Okay, I'm going to say one that probably not – like, if you're not a stan, you might not know it. It's called Who Are You? It was on their first EP. It's a ballad. It is, um, they used to perform it and cry every single time and, like, Ugh. talk about everyone on stan Twitter tweeting about the same thing at the same moment. Oh, it was, like, it was legendary. Phenomenal. Best Kiki Palmer character? I fell in love with Kiki Palmer on True Jackson VP, and that is never going to change. <laughs> um, I know there's talks of a reboot. I really hope that it's legit. Um, that I, would actually reboot to like such a cool like character arc, you know? Like 100%. I, it has Drew Jackson CEO. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I hope that's what they call it. Um, <laughs> yeah, and that show just did not get the respect it deserved. It did probably because no. it wasn't produced by Dan Schneider. Um, mm-hmm. I don't. I, at least I don't. No, I don't think it was. Um, so it just kind of felt like it was like on the outskirts at Nickelodeon and it yeah. deserved yeah. better. It, did no, it definitely wasn't at the forefront of their uh, programming, like advertising at all. Or, yeah, like no marketing support. It felt no, like it was just like, I don't know how I found it. But out, that's it. Yeah. yeah. I have gone back, uh, my roommate and I have on multiple occasions have been like, all right, we're going to watch the entirety of the series. Um, we have never gotten through the whole thing, but we've tried on multiple times. What was her love interest name? I remember him being very Max. handsome. Um, Max? There was a Max, Max, but I don't think that was the love interest. Was oh, it God. Jimmy? The guy, Robbie the Amell ma- played him. The mailman. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Which, that guy is like one of those actors that's played a high schooler for forever. <laughs> Because he's also really tough, and I'm like, you are 35. We need a date of birth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Like, what's your birth certificate? Like, yeah. Oh my god. He's definitely one of those like forever high schoolers. I'm like, we're just mm-hmm. gonna have to accept this. What meme would you caption mood for this year? Okay. Uh, there's only one correct answer, and it's the dog that says this is fine with all the fire around it. Yeah. That is, I mean, that's kind of been the mood for a long time, but I mean, especially this year. And then, yeah. and then 
people were using it after all the wildfires in the West, especially like making fun of the the gender reveal yeah. um, party that started yeah. a wildfire. Um, I mean, it's it just doesn't get more appropriate than the dog. <laughs> if I like so, having a year, yeah, he's yeah. If someone had year. told me like gender reveal parties like causing natural disasters would be on like the twenty twenty bingo card, I would have been like, okay, um, horrendous. It's kind of the most normal thing to happen. This year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, seriously, that that would be a good question too. If I can add like one sandwiched in, uh-huh. what what's been your favorite quarantine pop culture trend? Like, uh, bingo cards came to mind for me because I'm <laughs> so lame. Mm, uh, not, I don't know if it's a pop culture trend, but at the beginning, every celebrity was so, like, I think shocked that they weren't getting attention, that they were going live on Instagram every day. And yeah. it became, like, a really big thing where, like, I try when someone really big is live to, like, comment. Um, but there were too many people live at one time, so there was probably one day where like I was on someone's and then my two coworkers were also each on in a different live. So MTV oh was in three places at the same time. Didn't even know that was possible until this uh, spring happened. And oh my God. Everything no. fell apart. <laughs> yeah. They're like begging for attention and in the middle of all this, we're like, what's happening to the world? Like, where am I? And now they're yeah. nowhere to be seen. Nowhere. <laughs> They're on their, like, private island in the Maldives or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're like, okay, our timeshare is, like, open again. Let's go. And yeah, exactly. No one, no one like, goes live on Instagram anymore. They haven't no. had to go to work in six months. And they're, like, I, I think, yeah. too, though, like, their publicists were probably, like, oh, no, we need to, like, lock this down now. Like, I think Vanessa Hudgens probably ruined that for oh, a while. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> Doesn't it feel like that was three years ago? Another pop culture win out of celebrities, though, was Gigi and Zayn expecting like in them announcing that i was like what a time to just go to your little like farmhouse enjoy your life like bring this baby into the world like props to them because i don't think it would have happened any other way Sophie and joe who like i think they still haven't announced anything right and like she's probably like a full-on mother at this point yeah the baby was born the baby was born yeah but i don't think they ever like publicly like it's all been just like sources say she's a mom now (laughs) We're going to see the baby at, like, going to kindergarten, like... And they went live on Instagram, like, every day and just hit it. Yeah. And But the whole comment section would be like, congrats, and they just ignored it. Yeah. (laughs) They're like, like, I respect it, I respect it. Right. Y'all hear some? Like, I don't know. (laughs) I guess to round out the Clueless In, what would you say is the album of the year for 2020? Okay, so there's, again, only one correct answer. It has not gotten the respect it deserves. But there is a uh, British artist named Rina Sawayama. Um, She released a self-titled album called Sawayama this year. Um, It is so good. I am a sucker for a, like, kind of a storyline album. And it's not that it, it, like, is totally a storyline beginning to end, but you really get the essence of her growing up as a uh, British Japanese person in Mm -hmm. London Um, and it is so interesting and just like sonically amazing and um, if it doesn't get nominated at the Grammys we're gonna have a problem (laughs) yeah letters will be written yeah letters (laughs) will be written Um, it's so interesting because I have uh, posted about her a few times on MTV 
keeping in mind that she's not the biggest person. So like always trying mm-hmm. to figure out the best way to work her into something. Mm-hmm. And the, the last time I did it was probably like one or two weeks ago. And she shared it. Oh my God, made my day. But her fans were like, oh, then why didn't you nominate her at the VMAs? Which look, I don't want to speak. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to speak on behalf of MTV, but I don't have that power. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if she should have been nominated, but even if I did, I can't make that happen. So yeah, it's all your fault, Matt. <laughs> yeah. Don't you know? exactly. The M TV stands for Matt. So yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> this exactly. is your job. Yeah. Matt yeah. TV. <laughs> no, I've been Love seeing it. people post about her music and I think I did catch one of her songs, whether it was in like a Twitter video clip or on TikTok like what what would you describe as her like vibe or like genre of music I guess I have heard her compared to so the reason I found out about her and a lot of people I think is because she has been friends in the industry with Charlie XCX okay. so there's a little bit of that but I heard someone describe this album as a cross between Avril Lavigne and Charlie XCX and I think it's perfect mm-hmm. it's like very like angsty rock okay. um with like very modern um like synth pop um so i think that it is so new and unique um and again i love a storytelling aspect like oh my god yeah that's i I really connect with everyone makes fun of me but my favorite album of all time is bangers by miley cyrus because yeah feel the breakup um Um, totally no she's another (laughs) one who's been coming out with music this year that i feel like has been not getting as much attention that it deserves yeah like yeah i mean her VMA's performance whoa whoa bringing back the wrecking ball uh but i do agree uh midnight sky is an amazing song and i'm i'm hopeful there's more to come from her i know i think think she's been working hard i think she's been putting in she's on it she's really bringing it she's not a perfect person i will say that but yeah um but her music is good yeah (laughs) yeah She got a beat. She got a beat. <laughs> she got a beat. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much. That wraps up our Clovis and Rapid Fire. You did great. Uh, I survived. We, I survived. <laughs> we survived. <laughs> and right now we'll be starting a little MTV Rewind. So this was just something that came to mind. It could flop. It could be fun. We don't know. And it's basically just taking a look into the MTV catalog and saying, would you reboot or would you recall and put in the vault, lock it up. We're never going to visit this again. Again, I have no power. (laughs) Yeah. Just for the listeners to know. This is hypothetical, everyone. (laughs) Um, He is not going to sign off and greenlight any of these. No matter how hard or try. So that's a talk show. (laughs) We're just a micro talk show right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we're, we'll kick it off with Super Sweet 16. Okay. Uh, Super Sweet 16, I think definitely could use a reboot. I mean, can you imagine? Like, so many of the celebrities of today are TikTokers who are 15 and turning 16. Yeah. Um, they're going to have giant Sweet 16s anyway. Someone might as well film it. Yeah. Um, I, you know, there's, I'm sure, critiques to be said about glorifying uh, wealth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but, oh my God, I think, I think people would eat this 
up and yeah uh, I would like to see it definitely feel like all the tiktokers especially the ones that uh party to risk getting their power taken out this year yeah um yeah. ignoring all those lovely guidelines that uh, cdc has set out for us mm-hmm. uh they definitely do have the means and the effort behavior to carry a show like that so I exactly uh, that's <laughs> kind of been my frustration is like it was kind of a similar thing with vine um mm-hmm. to tiktok where like it's just something about the people who get famous this way as opposed to YouTube just seem more problematic. Um, yeah. Like maybe just six seconds when it was Vine or like 15 to 60. It's just not enough time to vet these people properly. Yeah. Um, also, YouTube had a whole sense of like the outcasts and like now it's just like the popular people. On. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the show, if and when it did come back, could also like almost given that maybe if it is featuring like these – top level like celebs teen mm-hmm. celebs of the moment like maybe adding in like more of a giving back aspect too or like yeah. a fuller a broader story of like what they're working on or like a little more emotion versus like the old version like while it worked i feel like in 2006 it was literally just like the daughter yelling at the, her parents a hundred percent yeah <laughs> i didn't realize that it went on until like two years ago like the show was still yeah, maybe not regularly wow. on but um we this year the, the past few months kind of tapped into this fandom of a group called now united which is like an international pop group like members from every different country there's 15 mm-hmm. members huge um and one of the members the american members this guy noah urea um who Honestly, I can't remember like where he came from, but he was, I guess, on some different shows um, and built a fan base and had an episode of this show. Um, oh and like, we had no idea. And like, he, he was one of our number one. Like if I post about him, it's going to get 5,000 comments. Yeah. And so once we realized he had an episode, we were like, okay, <laughs> we got to pull it from the archives. This <laughs> yeah. is coming and out. We, yeah. we posted it. Oh my gosh. Oh Someone my else that had an episode that, shocked me when I like put it together was Tiana Taylor um wow mm-hmm. oh my god she, I cannot picture that yeah her episode I remember it because she was like a kid that made a big deal that she wanted like some custom bike she didn't want a car she wanted like this five thousand oh, dollar custom god. bike honestly her party was one that I would want to throw because it was like graffiti themed she Love it came out it was like all like roller skates and i think she came out in like a barbie box like oh and my god i'm like oh Insane. and now you're like an amazing r&b singer like it's crazy to like see where they come from in that aspect and then a lot of them are like oh um that's not just <laughs> how i was a brat i have to look up old clips after this <laughs> i will say that if you are dying for a reboot um i have heard that um awesomeness tv which is a part of Yes. by CBS, which MTV is a part of, has a show called My Dream Quinceanera, um, which I know is beloved by fans um, and has wow. like a billion spinoffs because people like meet the people and then love them. Yeah. Um, so okay. I've only seen clips of it. I haven't seen a full episode, but that might fill that void a little bit. I'll have to look into it. I need to I see a child scream about having like the wrong gift or something. <laughs> yeah. <Without laughs> my own fantasies there. All right, next show, Parental Control. Okay, I have a confession with this one. I had no idea what parental control was until February of this year. Um, I guess I just missed the boat on this. I don't know. But I was on a flight in February, um, and I guess we just had, like, 
free TV, which is hard to imagine to give things out for free. But yeah. <laughs> on MTV was parental control, like nonstop. Um, and I was, I just started watching it with my roommate and she grew up watching it. I had no idea what it was. They are so mean. I absolutely say recall to this yeah. one. I mean, it couldn't have been real, right? Like it could no. not have been legitimate at all. <laughs> but they were so mean, like the kids to their parents, the parents to their kids, but yeah. especially the parents to the like, uh, the boyfriend, girlfriend yeah. of their kid. Yeah. Wow, they are so horrifically mean that like if anyone actually had to go through that in person I am so sorry no I it was definitely a show that me watching that I was too young to be watching it like I should <laughs> yeah. have been but I did I was like that in like rock a love for some reason were shows that mm-hmm. were on the tv that I should not have been watching at um, yeah the age of eight or ten years <laughs> <ago>. <laughs> uh but it's definitely kind of like I feel like parental control, if you look at it now, compared to what, like, is shown on TV, is basically, like, hometown dates from The Bachelor, but, like, Oh, yes. my God, yeah. But then just, yeah. like, crank to 11. It's just, like, yeah. let's just rip these people to shreds and then, Everyone's you know, mic'd, yeah. Like, everyone is, um, what's his name? The last guy's mom. Oh, Barb. Barbara. Barb. Barb. And Barb. Yes. <laughs> everyone's a barb yeah it's barb versus like maddie the entire season it's just like different like during the after the final rose where she's just in the camera like you know what hurts the most is that that was literally the last like live experience Mm -hmm. did did we watch we watched the finale together right yeah at a bar at a bar yeah we were at um an east village watching it and it was like it was that week like right before I guess it was that Monday, like, of – it was probably, like, Monday the 9th or something. I feel like Friday the 13th was, like, it's over. Yeah. But it was it was that Monday, and I remember being, like, this is weird. Like, should we be out? Like, is it – you know, like, there was just, like, bad vibes. But, yeah, that was – a very good quarantine for Bachelor couples, I'm, I don't think. I just, no. like – No. No. saw something yesterday about um, Colton and Cassie. Yeah. And, like, she filed a restraining order against him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I t- I totally did not see that coming. No, and some text messages came out yeah, that she had to file, and it was very like just left me uneasy. It was oof, it was not good vibes out to her. <laughs> slash, like all. I'm sorry she had to deal with that, but but I am excited for a new season. Me too. Um, <laughs> yeah. we, we need it. I need to. We need it. If there's something that I need to live tweet and like hope catches fire. It's from that. <laughs> I love maybe th- I mean that's a good connection to like Twitter too but like I just love like a community show like that that like everyone's watching at once I don't Same. know I'm just the it- closest I have right now is Dancing with the Stars which is the love. most problematic show I always talk about how I'm not gonna watch it and then I watch it <laughs> so um, good Allie was so good last year that is really yeah. the reason I got so into it last year. like I had never probably watched an, an entire season I didn't even watch the entire season when Normani was on it and she yeah. did deserve to win. I don't know if Allie deserved to win. Yeah. But, um, but that watching that, I was like, okay, I do kind of like this show. But it, this season, they just like, oh my God, they got reckless this season with the yeah. casting. Yeah, yeah seriously. All over. But like, there's something about, I don't know, just like the shiny like production aspect of like the dance and the costumes mm-hmm. and like everything that like when I'm in, I'm in. It's very, very fun. But and like it's fun. It's just more fun to live tweet something when yeah. like, you are kind of hate watching to some degree. Yeah, which is how I do The Bachelor. <laughs> yes. To yeah. some degree. 
Absolutely. Uh, It's so formulaic. The people suck. Like, uh, I don't believe in true love. Like, yeah. (laughs) Marriage is just (laughs) at this point, but you know, whatever. I'll root for you guys to pretend. Um, (laughs) In a show, I guess, uh, that I don't think anyone found love on, uh, but we'll see if we could reboot or recall would be next. Okay, next is definitely a reboot. I definitely think that we have to maybe reinvent some things. I I would guess that there have been some problematic moments of the past on next if I, you know, just a, just a feeling. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. but maybe it's a little vain, I don't know. But the, just the whole idea of the next bus, oh my God, it's so iconic. And it comes up in conversation all the time. I feel like it's referenced a lot in a lot of different things. Um, just the whole idea of like the bios with like three bullet points explaining who you are, but like yeah. they're extremely random. Um, yeah. That has been very useful in my life. Uh, there was one internship I had where like that was how we introduced ourselves was with our next bios. So I am fully in support of a return of next. We'll have to put a next bio for you as our like promo in the. Oh my God. I will die of happiness. (laughs) Please. Yeah. That made me think of another one, which I don't know if y'all are familiar with it, but it was like room raiders. Like, do you remember that in celebrities rooms would get raided, but there's an episode of Zac Efron, like early Summerland, Zac Efron. Oh if, you, if you've been following him from the beginning, <laughs> the he was just like way too casual during it. He or I guess sorry, I'm messing up the show. Room Raiders was it would be like a celebrity main character, and they would go into the rooms of three girls and then pick a girl to go on a date with based on oh, what they thought of her my room. God. But like it could almost have quarantine potential. Yeah, I feel like yeah, like, like virtual calls of like people's room, and it's like I'm gonna talk to her. I don't think I've seen it, but it's definitely beloved. I hear about it all the time. Everyone yeah, wants it back. Love it. Oh, yeah, well. a zoom tour of like someone's room oh, i think Lord. we could make that happen yeah <laughs> yeah i feel like there's sort of hints of it especially with like the hills reboot and everything but this was a personal favorite at least season one <laughs> laguna beach okay and i know this is like heartbreaking to say but like i don't think i really ever saw the original seasons of laguna <sighs> beach the hills the city i don't think i really ever watched them um yeah. okay so just to give some context what did matt watch in middle school yes john and kate was eight like yeah. that was a cake boss like i i didn't really watch the more i don't know not to say that john and kate was eight wasn't like trashy or dramatic but like i just watched like the weird stuff yeah <laughs> i didn't really watch a lot of the like um early like celebrities coming from uh, yeah. especially mtv reality shows I know I've seen a couple episodes in a TV history class I had to take in college. Yeah. Um, and like, I mean, it is absolutely iconic. I think I would have loved it. And I will say reboot because the creator of these shows is also the creator of Selling Sunset on Netflix, mm. which is just my number one show of this year. Yes. Um, yeah. It is so fantastic. I mean, I loved the season last year. Never thought it was coming back because there were like 14 months or something between season one and season two. Um, but it is just that drama that you're like, okay, I know that like in real life, it wouldn't have gone down this way, but like to some degree it is real. Um, yeah. And I just am so obsessed with that show. And like, I got so invested in um, hating some of them. Uh, yeah. So I definitely think that, like, this guy, I'm forgetting his name, but he knows how to make reality TV. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. So I am fully in support of anything he wants to do. I was definitely one of the people that discovered Selling Sunset this year. So then I binged all three seasons in 48 hours. And it was the best. Um, So I had to go back and rewatch the first season because I remembered nothing. I remembered the people, but I'm like, I remember who hates each other, but I don't remember why. So Mm -hmm. I (laughs) rewatched when season two came out. I rewatched all of season one. um, And then I feel like season three is really when people fell into this show uh, because season three, I mean, there's, there's nothing like it. There's nothing like it. it the, yeah. the entire show takes a shift. Davina, we, we loved <laughs> I mean, I, uh, I'm not to get too into it for the people who don't know, but Christine has always been a villain. She's upfront about the fact that she's a villain. Davina just like wants attention or something. I don't know. She just like is mean for yeah. the sake of being mean. And I just can't respect it. I don't respect it. No, exactly. Like, if you're going to be a witch, like, own it and, you know, show your hat and broomstick when I meet you at the door. Like, don't Wait. don't try to hide <laughs> don't it. Don't okay? tell me that there's two sides to my divorce when I'm at someone else's wedding. Yeah. <laughs> it's evil. Simple. Even Simple. Christine, yeah. I think, would have bit her tongue. I don't know. Maybe not. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's just like there's. This is not the time, but um, not the time, not the place. But we need a season four. Exactly. Yeah. No, please. I. <laughs> they better. I, I think they should now that like I, a lot of people caught on to it. Yeah, I think they will be. That's what worries me about Netflix is like they typically don't see the value in continuing things after four or five seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to be heartbroken when this show ends. Yeah. Uh, okay. Which isn't usually the case for me i'm usually like done with things but yeah. <laughs> i'm never gonna be done with uh Chrishell. Chrishell, Chrishell i have a picture of Chrishell on. on my wall Chrishell's <laughs> ah, so such a sweetheart uh, deserves yeah. the world she does um the world. this is not a justin hartley stand no it is not <laughs> and vote for Chrishell next week on dancing with the stars yes Please, yes she needs it i love the voting so cool <laughs> All right, our next reboot or recall, kind of in the same family as Laguna Beach, but we had to ask because New York City peeps over here, the city. So I, again, like did not see it. I I have to assume by the name that it's the New York City version the of New the York Hills. City. <laughs> basically, yeah, it's basically the spinoff with Whitney Port. And she's, yeah, okay. I guess in this reboot, like it would just be a whole new cast of people. I mean, sure. I think it's an interesting time, especially with New York City. Everyone on, like, every, like, old person on social media and at the New York Times wants to say that New York City's dead. And, like, I'm here right now. It is extremely not dead. Um, So if we could prove that the city's not dead, I am uh, fully in favor. Also, yeah, yeah, I think this could be a cool uh, renaissance moment from, like, reality versus, like, more reality tv versus like scripted because i think this came along during like the oh six oh eight moment of like mm-hmm. gossip girl devil wears prada like they yeah. really wanted to sell this image of like a, a sexy young girl in her 20s like making it work and i feel like now there's just so much more material and like that i feel like that dream girl has like evolved and yeah oh 100 i mean i do more i do things. live <laughs> on the upper east side and i will tell yeah. you it is nothing like these shows um i don't have really windows oh in my my, God. Um, you're not going to lottery this morning <laughs> <laughs> so it's a uh, it's a little made up but yeah uh, whatever yeah. no yeah. we need like a new grunge like daria type character to follow mm, in reality mm, tv yeah 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 yeah, yeah. 
Well, Daria's getting a spinoff. I don't know if I know. Uh, I did see that. Yeah. Tracy Ellis Ross. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. He's killing it, honestly. Like, Tracy Ellis, like, Ross is her year. Like, Girlfriend's coming back to Netflix. Um, I think she hosted a night of the DNC. <laughs> oh, my God. I was amazing. a loyal viewer of that. She's a fantastic host. She did, like, the, I don't know. She did one of the award shows a few times. So, mm-hmm. I'm a big fan. I love her. And she's my hair and spo now. Like, I'm like, okay, Tracy, so I'm pretty. using your products. Like, Re- right. does she have her own line? Yeah. She oh, has her wow. own line at um, Ulta. Yeah, oh, I think you can get it for Ulta. Her. Good for her. Like, she did not need that money, but. No, yeah. <laughs> but, girl, thank you so much. Oh, my God. <laughs> so fun. Okay. Last show uh, Celebrity Deathmatch. I think. I think why not reboot it? I mean, I I do think there may have been a reboot. I think there's supposed to be. Okay, I like okay. re-googled it. You might know this better than I do. <laughs> I'm like I have weird, yeah. I remember <laughs> the beginning of so this was before I was on the MTV social team. I was just working on the TRL social team, but at the beginning of IGTV, I remember that they posted on the MTV Instagram episodes of celebrity deathmatch but it i don't know if it was old episodes or new mm-hmm. episodes um yeah so it's, it's possible what what did you say yeah. oh well i remember seeing in like deadline a year or so ago and like i googled it and like that was those were the only like recent ones were coming up like from a okay. year or so ago but it was like the mtv like celebrity deathmatch reboots happening i'm like where is it like what is because ha- i feel like well one it's animated so like, yeah quarantine wise like that's great yeah why not do it right now (laughs) right like give give the people what we want and it's just to see celebrities fake like i don't know roast each other if anything it could just be like an animated roast instead of like physical fighting yeah um i'm not the biggest fan of physical fighting so i guess that's a yeah say but also like i mean i'm just thinking now of like it was Cardi that threw the shoe at Nikki, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, like that's already a matchup there. There's just, there's just so we much could transition it from like physical fighting to like thoughtful wordplay and mm. debate, you know? Okay, okay. <laughs> Election themed, maybe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, debate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Celebrity debate. Uh, <laughs> Get up to the it. podium. Oh gosh. Cardi B oh, would man. be good at that too. Honestly, she's like the most civically engaged. Yeah. I yeah, know. seriously. Doing She's out there. Her Who versus uh, like Kent State Gun Girl or whoever else she oh beats. So Tommy Laren. She could, she could <laughs> oh my God. Also, that. shout out to your Tommy Laren uh, costume. I Thank did you. want to make sure I bring like brought that uh-huh. up. Oh, I have not seen out. it. I so that was really, there. honestly, um, like how I talked about how my Twitter hasn't changed, but I got more followers. Like the first time that happened was I dressed up as Tommy Laren for Halloween in 2016. Um, Like (laughs) eight days before the election. Um, And it just, uh, it was my first real like, okay, this is what it means to go viral. Yeah. Um, So that was, that was a turning point with me and a, Twitter, I guess. Your first rodeo, but first many more rodeos rodeo. have come. <laughs> yeah, there, exactly. there have been a few. There have been a few. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my Love gosh. it. Well, honestly, that was 
uh, great wrap on some fun games. I feel like we learned a lot of little tidbits in there. Mm-hmm. Um, would love to give our listeners a chance to connect with you more. So where's the best place to find you? Well, it's kind of funny because I do run the MTV Instagram, so feel free to follow there. But yes. um, <laughs> personally on Instagram, like I couldn't care less. So uh, yeah. if you want to follow me on Twitter, at Matt Ryan X. Um, no, I don't have my name, Matt Garing, because there's too many of us and yeah. clearly other people have stolen it. Exactly. So yeah, at Matt Ryan X on Twitter. And uh, I don't have any specific projects I ever work on because who has time for that? But um, yeah. <laughs> but you can find my dumb tweets there. Love uh, it. Dumb but amazing tweets. You will not regret the follow. Thank you. Thank you. I do. <laughs> I do appreciate it. <laughs> yes. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Um, I hope everyone got a clue on just, you know, what it means to be the face behind a social media account as big as MTV and, you know, just breaking into that scene. It's really just about making those connections, being authentic, and not being afraid to laugh at yourself in situations that are happening in the world. I feel like that's a big uh, ingredient in that. But 100%. But thank you everyone for joining. Uh, be sure to follow at Get a Clue Pod for more updates and to just be in the know on what's happening. If you enjoyed this episode or any of our previous ones, uh, go write us a quick blurb about what you love about Lex M. Now Matt, we're all in the loop here. <laughs> I, love yes. I love it. I love it. All right, all right, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.